309 in the brown book. 309 in the brown book. service put together tonight i'm excited about what the lord's gonna do amen we'll see brother jeb biddy so glad to have him with us how about you open us in prayer tonight You may be seated, page 165. There's a city of life where
one more, page 51. I went to the nursing home, and there was a, a lady there. Her name was Sister Gant, G-A-N-T. She was blind, and she had only one leg and lived in a wheelchair. 
And I would go by our room and I'd say, Sister Gant, you want to come and, and uh, go to church with us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'd wheel her to the room where we would have service and several others would gather. There'd be another lady there by the name of Sister Willis. And she was always talking about her eyes. Something's wrong with her eyes. Something's wrong with my eyes. But she was faithful to come to that, church, that service that we'd have at the nursing home every time. With Sister Gant in the wheelchair, one leg blind. Um, sometimes she'd have her little hair did up, did up and it have two little pigtails on each side. Just bunned up right there. I say, Sister Gant, would you want to sing for us today? Oh, yes. And I'd wheel her up there and turn her around. She couldn't see a thing. And she'd sing that song, Does Jesus Care? She'd get to that chorus and say, Oh, yes, he cares. I know, I know, I know he cares. I, I'm glad to know that he cares. I personally know that he cares. It's not just something I read in a book. Not just something I read, read in his Bible, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. I personally know that he cares. Amen, amen. Let me make some announcements tonight real quickly. Uh, they're, they're all listed in our bulletin. We've got a lot going on. Remember, uh, November the 12th, the ladies are meeting here at the church. We're going to have a, a time of devotion and prayer. Then the ladies are going shopping and on a lunch trip. I didn't hear one man shout. No, one man shout. And while the women are do, doing that, the men are going to go on a skeet shooting trip. Uh, and that's all. Talk to Brother Nathan about the, the skeet shooting trip. I know nothing about it. Then on the 19th, Happy Pilgrims are going to be having a pancake breakfast. In the fellowship hall at 9 o'clock, and I understand that Brother Derek Howard's going to uh, be preaching for us that morning. So remember all of these things. And remember, we're still taking up food for our food baskets. And all that we're asking for is listed here in the bulletin. Be sure to uh, get one of these. And if you feel led, please bring and please help us uh, put together for that the week of Thanksgiving. We will be giving out all those food baskets. Last year, we gave out over 100 full food baskets, whole turkeys and hams and everything that they need to fix a full uh, Thanksgiving meal. And uh, so anyway, uh, help us with that, if you will. And I, it'll be a blessing. It, I promise you it will be a blessing. Amen. I have a prison ministry, and uh, this song I'm going to try to sing tonight is one that they always want to hear. So if you get locked up or something, you probably already be familiar with the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'd have to be at Hall County, though, or you won't hear me sing it. I was, uh, I don't like to sing it all the time because I think it's a song that you, you keep hearing the same song, you, you'll lose interest in. I do. <laughs> but uh, so one Sunday I went down there and I, I sang three or four songs and had a word of prayer. <clears throat> I skipped this song. <clears throat> Preached the message, give invitation, shaking hands. Everybody was leaving. This one inmate come up. Says, don't put that guitar up. I said, beg your pardon. He said, you ain't sung our song yet. So he, 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 while everybody was shaking hands and leaving, he wanted to hear this song. It's called The Old Man Is Dead. And painting this old town red I tell them I'm serving Jesus now And the old man is dead The man you see before you May look a lot the same I may wear the same clothes And have the same old name But you're looking on the outside If you could see inside instead You'd see a brand new man Because the Old man is dead. I used to live a wicked life. I had no hope inside. My computer just went dead. <laughs> I used to live, I used to live. A wicked life I had no hope inside Wandered round in the darkness Just searching for the light Then one night in Merville Church I heard what Brother John said I gave my life to Jesus and the old man is dead. The man you see before you may look a lot the same, may wear the same clothes, and have the same same old name 
door looking on the outside if you could see inside instead you'd see a brand new man you'd see a brand new man because the old man is dead It's a blessing tonight to have Brother Mark, Betty, and his family. I'm, I'm going to tell you two stories before I have them to come. Well, y'all can come on up, Brother Mark. You're making your way on up here. I'll tell you two stories. The other day, he was talking about uh, singing that song in the jail. Uh, the wife and I have a shirt. We both have a shirt, and on that shirt is an outline drawing of the state of Georgia. Right toward the bottom, there's a red uh, star, and it just says Waycross. That's what it says on Waycross. So the other day, I was out and about, and I had my Waycross shirt on, and uh, I was going in this store. Well, this man held a, the door open for me. He said, Waycross. I said, yes, sir. He said, I know exactly where Waycross is. He said, I've been there. Of course, I didn't like being where I was at when I was there. He said, I was in Ware County Correctional Institute. <laughs> I said, if you ever go back, go to Okefenokee Swamp Park. Don't go to Ware County Correctional. But I want to tell a story about Brother Mark Biddy and his family. I've known them for years, a long time. And I remember... I remember some years back, we were at a camp meeting in Callahan, Florida. And Brother Mark was, uh, well, we were all young, younger back then. And Brother Mark had written something about David Nix and Mike Taylor and some other preachers. And he wrote, by faith, they did this. By faith, they did that. By faith, they did this. Well, that, by faith, continues. I was at Brother Mark's the other day up there where he pastors at Harvest Baptist Church. Deb and I got the opportunity to go to his uh, Jubilee. And by faith, Brother Mark Biddy has joined the ranks of those that live by faith. And he's doing a great work for God up there in a little old place called Dawsonville, Georgia. And just doing his best for Jesus. And God always notices things like that. And he's keeping up with that book by faith. Mark Biddy did, did, did. I sure appreciate you and your family, Brother Mark. Always have. Got a heart for Jesus Christ. Y'all come on up and sing for us. I love this family and what they mean to our, our hearts. and Seeing them grow down through the years. And sure do appreciate them. Well, I appreciate those kind words. I, I hate to admit, I know that song well. 
now y'all think I've been in jail. And uh, I'm not, but I want you to know, I learned it from Brother David, and I'm pretty sure he may have got it in jail, but it, it wasn't. I didn't get it there. Amen. I love that song, and I do appreciate the opportunity to sing, so you pray for us as we sing, please. Yeah. 
so much. Brother Jeb, come up here just a minute. Thank you, Brother Mark. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed that, say amen real big. Real big. Very gifted family. Amen. Brother Jeb Biddy is a missionary, and <clears throat> I don't want to take away from any of Brother Solomon's time, but I do want to give Brother Jeb the opportunity to update what he's doing within the mission field. So, Brother Jeb, let us in on it. Amen. Well, I do want to say publicly that I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to stand here and give you an update on what the Lord's doing in the country of Mexico. I had the privilege of being here. I believe it was last October I had the opportunity to come by and present it and preach. And the Lord's done a lot of great things since then, uh, particularly there in the city of Guadalajara, where I'm working primarily. Um, had the privilege of starting Bible college. Uh, last October, we were in the middle of our first semester. In this fall semester, we had 31 students enrolled in the Bible college down there in Mexico. And very thankful for what the Lord is doing there and how he is growing that ministry. And um, another thing that's in the process of being worked on right now is a house for me to be able to live in. And uh, since then, I've also gotten engaged. So that's the biggest, biggest in, uh, development. And uh, next, next July, I'll be getting married. And uh, that's a huge weight off my shoulders, knowing that I have somebody to partner in the ministry with. And very thankful for that. And uh, so very thankful for what the Lord is doing uh, for me and through me. And I want to give all the praise to him. I don't want to ever try to stand here and claim that I've done anything within my power. But I want to give all the praise to Jesus. Because if anyone's going to get saved in the country of Mexico, it's going to be because of him. If the ministry is going to grow, it's going to be because of him. Uh, as I travel and deputation and support continues to come in, it's all because of him. And I want to give him all the praise. And I ask that you please continue to pray for the country of Mexico. We still have a long ways to go. But I'm very thankful for how the Lord is working in the ministry. And everything that the Lord is doing in my life. Do y'all do y'all see me? Look up here. Do y'all see me? This is see me. <laughs> That's how I remember his name. This is Brother Solomon's son, 20, 20, 21 years old. 20, 20. And just turned 20. I told him, I said, you look 15, but, uh, but uh, he's going to come sing for us. Amen. It's a privilege to be here today. Thank you for each and every one of you. Thank you, Pastor, for the privilege and the opportunity for um, giving to us. And we're so glad to be here today. And I just want to say that uh, without your prayers and your partnership, I wouldn't be here today. So because of your prayers and your partnership, I am a direct product of your ministry. I dreamed I went to heaven. You were there with me We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard the angels singing Then someone called your name You turned and saw this young man He was smiling as he came And he said, friend, you may not know me now and then you said wait you used to teach my sunday school when i was only eight and 
every week you would say a prayer before the class would start and one day when you said that prayer i asked jesus in my heart thank you for giving to the lord i am alive that was changed thank you for giving to the lord i am so glad you gave and another man stood before you and said remember the time a missionary came to your church and his pictures made you cry you didn't have much money but you gave it anyway jesus took that gift you gave and that's why i'm here today thank you for giving to the lord i am alive that was changed thank you for giving to the lord i am so glad you gave one by one they came far as the eyes could see life somehow touched by your generosity little things that you have done sacrifices made unnoticed on the earth in heaven now proclaim and i know that up in heaven you're not supposed to cry I am almost sure there were tears in your eyes as Jesus took your hand and you stood before the Lord he said my child look around you for great is your reward thank you for giving to the changed thank you for giving to the lord i am so glad you gave i am so glad you Brother Solomon Ambrosia. I tell him every time I think about him or call his name out, I get hungry. Ambrosia. Mom and Deb can fit some good ambrosia. Um, Brother Solomon is going to come and tell us about his ministry. He's here for a few months, I think maybe six, four months or so. And uh, then to be going back to the Philippines, all the rest of his family's in the Philippines. But before he does come, I do want to mention this one thing. Uh, today, as we were leaving the church, Sister Michelle came up to me and told me, said, uh, or to me and Deb, and said that she just got a call from 
uh, her mama's husband, and Jan had to be rushed to the hospital. And, you know, she's got cancer and all like that, and they're testing her for the pneumonia, the virus, everything that's going on. She's got very bad respiratory problems going on. And they rushed Sister Jan to the hospital. And I wanted to name that to all of you so that you can be praying for her and that God would be with her and touch her. And, of course, Sister Misha was concerned about her mother and all. So I tell you what, while, while uh, Brother Solomon is making his way to the pulpit, let's all stand and uh, just bow for a word of prayer. And I'm going to ask Brother Terry Ransom, if he will, to lead us in prayer about Sister Jan. Yes. 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 Amen. Thank you for standing with Good evening, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. It is my great honor and privilege to be here tonight to worship the Lord with you. First of all, I would like to take this opportunity to thank your pastor, Pastor John Dale, for allowing me to come and report our ministry. I said our ministry because you've been supporting our ministry in the Philippines. And I can say without your prayers and partnership, it's impossible for us to do the ministry that we have in the Philippines. So... Uh, thank you so much for your love, prayers, and support to us. I am uh, Solomon Ambrosio. Uh, there is an Ambrosia salad, so change the A to O, you will get my first name. So uh, I, I just arrived two weeks ago uh, here in America, and I was given six months to stay up until April. But my son here arrived here in America last January. And uh, he, he was uh, selected to be uh, uh, a student in Marietta, Ohio. And please do pray for him. Uh, he just celebrated his 20th birthday last 31st of October. And that is the reason I came over to be a blessing to him. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I thank God for family. I thank God because he called my eldest son, Samuel, he's back in the Philippines and he started the ministry in Magalang, uh, uh, Pampanga. And this is now my second son uh, that was called by God. And my prayer to him is that he will finish his studies and um, may the Lord use him mightily, you know, in the Philippines. Uh, but he need to stay here up until uh, five years, you know, uh, more than four, four years uh, Four years, and uh, please keep him in your prayers. And uh, I thank God because uh, during uh, 
uh, three years work in the Philippines, we have seen the work of the Lord, you know, grow. And I thank God because uh, of the partnership that we have. As you all know, I involved myself in church planting. 2001, when I started this ministry in Conception Tarlac, I don't know anybody. I don't have any friends. One thing I know, God is calling me to start uh, work there. We start knocking on doors, passing out trucks, soul winning. And the Lord blessed the ministry in the town of Conception. But uh, I had the privilege to go to the villages and saw the need of the people in the villages. Because people in the villages is different in the town. Like maybe here, you know. But in the, in the Philippines, uh, a person's work, you know, a salary for a whole day work from 7 to 5 is $8 for a whole day work. So majority of our people cannot afford to have a vehicle. They just walk and commute. And it's hard for them to go to the town and worship. So the Lord laid in my heart to go to the villages and start putting churches. We started that 2007, and by the grace of God, during pandemic, we constructed another six buildings in a different area in our town and in the town of uh, Magalang, Pampanga. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. And our churches now in that area is 16. And I thank God because the Lord is moving. We are just an instrument. And uh, I, I keep saying you know, that without the partnership of American churches that are praying and supporting this ministry, it's impossible for us to do that. And I thank the Lord because God is calling uh, pastors that are willing to go to the villages and stay there and evangelize the people in that village. I have a video presentation of our ministry. May the Lord get all the honor and glory. Our place in Concepcion Tarlac in the main province, our main island, Luzon, in Concepcion Tarlac. This is my family when I was in this place. Time flies, this is now my family. Six children and a beautiful wife.
services in our place because of the restriction of the government. They don't allow us to use our property back then because it's small and we need to social distancing. But uh, I thank God because we moved to a different place in Santo, Santo Cristo Village and we have a much bigger place there. But the problem is we only have a, a little uh, place of worship and uh, we extended that and uh, we uh, prolonged it, we doubled the size of it. Uh, because right now we are uh, having a service two times every, uh, every Sunday. We have first and second service. Our first service is 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock and then 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. So uh, the Lord lay in my heart to uh, extend our church building. And that is my need uh, to finish it. And I know in God's time. 
he, he will provide for his ministry. So again, thank you so much for your love, prayers, and support to our work. And if you have your Bible, please open your Bibles with me in the book of Philippians. I will not preach long tonight. I keep saying to see me, my English is only good for 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> After that, my nose will bleed, you know. Because in the Philippines, we have our own dialect, we have our own language. But uh, I thank God because, uh, you know, uh, if we, we are uh, willing, you know, to be used by the Lord, God will use us. You know, God is not looking for extraordinary people. God can uh, work in an ordinary person to do his work. So I praise the Lord for that. If you have your Bible, Philippians chapter 2, we'll be reading um, these uh, verses. And I am uh, nervous tonight because, you know, I really admire your pastor. He's been in the ministry for a long time and he's been in the Philippines. And, uh, you know, just to see him sit and listen, I feel nervous, you know, but uh, I thank the Lord for your faithfulness, Pastor, and for your church, for having a big heart for missions. Can we all stand up, please, as we give reverence to the reading of the Holy Word of God? Let's uh, read uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse uh, 12 down to verse 18. The Bible says, Philippians chapter 2, Verse 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Verse 15, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shines as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I have be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. I want to bring a message this evening entitled, Shining as Lights in the World. The Bible says here that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom he shines as lights in the world. Shining as lights in the world. Let's come to the Lord in prayer tonight. Our gracious, loving, heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for this great honor and privilege to stand behind this sacred desk, O Lord, to bring your word. I acknowledge, Lord, without you, I cannot do anything. Just use me, Lord, to be a channel of blessing your word, O Lord. I pray that speak to our hearts, O God. May each and every one of us shines in this dark world, O Lord. Thank you for the privilege, for we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you so much. In these verses that we just read, we can see Apostle Paul 
written to the uh, writing to the Philippian believers about shining as lights into this world. I believe that all of us will agree that this world that we're living is a dark and wicked world. And our responsibility, I believe, why God doesn't, when, uh, doesn't get us, you know, when we accepted Him, uh, He did not uh, permit that we go to heaven right away. I believe the purpose is God will use us to shine as lights in this world. And if we will read the book of Philippians, we can see the theme of Apostle Paul here is rejoice or joy in the Lord. We all know that he is in prison while writing or penning this letter. It's hard to do that. You know, he is in prison not because he is a criminal or he did wrong, but he is in prison because he preached Christ. And even though he's in prison, he's telling the believers in Philippians, you need to rejoice in the Lord, you know, and shine as lights in the world. We can shine as lights in the world, number one. We can see in these verses, in verse number 12, if we want to shine in this world, we need to obey. We need to obey. You know, lights are beautiful. Uh, my son and I, I had the privilege to see the first night when Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge uh, uh, set up their Christmas light. You know, he got a friend in uh, Gatlinburg. We went there. We went to Ober, Ober Park there. It's a beautiful park, you know. And uh, we got it free because of his friend, you know. But last October 31st is the first night that they will light that Christmas lights. You know, it's beautiful. It's pretty. You know, sometimes I, I wandered and uh, uh, watched the stars in the sky. It's beautiful. And uh, we can see here, <coughs> if we want to shine as lights in the world, Apostle Paul said, in verse number 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So we can see here, first point tonight, if we want to shine as lights, we need to obey what the Bible says. The Bible says here, not in my presence only, but also in my absence. Amen. The Lord knows our hearts. We cannot hide from God. God, you know, we are an open book to God. It is one thing to worship the Lord together, but it's a different thing when we are in our house or in our room by ourselves. But the Bible says we, we need to obey God. The Bible says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. And then he says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. 
this verse doesn't speak of good works, salvation. But this verse is speaking about when you got saved, when you are saved, it will manifest to our lives. You know, work out, that's the Bible uh, says. And uh, not, uh, he didn't say work for, you know, work out. That's what he said. Work out your own salvation, not work for your salvation. We cannot be saved by our good works. You know, I, I raised up in a Christian family. My father is a Baptist pastor. I thought before coming to church is salvation, being good, obedient to the parents, you know. But I was wrong. February 28, 1990, that is the day of my salvation when I understood the love of God. God convicted of my sin. I repented of my sin and by faith accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in my heart. And the Bible says we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. He's not talking about the source of salvation, but he's talking about if you are saved, if we are saved, it will manifest to us. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, the Bible says. In the Greek, it is katergozomai. It means bring to completion practical application of everyday living or living Bible principle. That is the meaning of work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Obedience is the key for us to shine in this world. We have children, you know. I thank God for my children. Time flies. When I started in the ministry, I got only two children. Now I got six children and my youngest is 16. You know, my, my son, my eldest son is 24. I have 22 and then Simi is 20. And then I got twin boys. You know, my prayers is that the, the Lord will call, him, call them in, the, in full-time ministry, all of them. But, uh, you know, it is one thing to train people that will surrender their life in full-time ministry. But it's a precious thing. When you see your children surrender their life in full-time ministry and serve the Lord. Amen. And I'm glad that Simi surrendered his life in full-time ministry. We need to obey. For us to shine as lights into this world, we, we need to obey not in my presence only, but in my absence, Apostle Paul says. And then not only obedience, for us to shine in this world, we need to know our objective. There is a purpose why God saved us. God wants to use us to shine in this world. The Bible says we are the salt and light of this world. The Bible says here in verse number 13, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Amen? God wants to do, you know, uh, for us to do His will and purpose. And what is that? Number one, to serve God. I believe that is the main thing, to serve God. I like the song of Pastor Bidi this evening. You know, all glory to God. Amen? Uh, all things that we do, we bring glory back to the Lord. We are just ash and dusts, you know? But I thank God. We're serving 
a great God. Amen. He loved us. He died. Jesus Christ died on the cross yes, for us to be saved. Amen. And I thank God for that. Our objective, my dear brethren, our purpose in this world, not only to make money, not only to uh, be famous, not only to do our own, our own dreams, but most importantly, the Bible says, we need to serve and do the will of God. That is our objective, to serve God. God is the source of everything. God must work in us before He can work through us. For us to shine in this world, we need to serve God. Number two, not only to serve God, but we need to speak and share the gospel. For us to shine into this world. The Bible says here in, in following verses, Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shines as lights in the world. We need to speak and shine, you know, share the gospel. I thank God because this church knows that. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we need to be witnesses in our Jerusalem, in our Judea, in our Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. I thank God your desire is not only to see people saved in this community, but beyond, especially in the Philippines. Like the song says, you know, in heaven, we can see this partnership. I believe we cannot bring wealth in heaven, but we can bring souls. You know, I like the song, What's Better Going to Heaven. I don't know if you heard that song, What's Better Than Going to Heaven. There's something better than going to heaven and walk on the streets of gold. There's something better than going to heaven where we never grow old. There's something better than going to heaven far beyond the blue. What's better than going to heaven, taking someone else with you? God wants us to be a soul winner. The fields are ready white. We need to be serving Jesus every day and night. There's something better than going to heaven, far beyond the blue. What's better than going to heaven, taking someone else with you? I thank God because we understand salvation, but it doesn't end there. We need to share it, to speak it, to witness to everybody. You know, we, can, uh, we need to do everything that we can. The Bible says, pull them out of the fire. You know, if, if there is a house burning and you see a person inside that house, you will do everything in your power, in your ability. Break that door or go inside or, or get a bucket of water for, for that person to, be, to, to get out there alive. But you know, a person that will die without the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says he will go straight to a burning hell forever and ever. That is worse than the fire. That is worse than a cancer. You know, we, we, we have pitied uh, the, the people that have cancer, that, that have uh, terminal illness. But that is a natural thing that will happen to all of us. 
But the sad thing is, if a person will die without the Lord Jesus Christ, he will go to hell. And the Bible says we need to share, to speak, to shine. The Bible says our objective is to serve God, to speak and share the gospel. And not only that, we need to stand for God. The Bible says our objective is to stand for the truth, not waver, not compromise. There's a lot of churches compromised nowadays. I've, ser- uh, I've been in different churches. You can tell what they stand for. But I thank God this church stands for the truth. The Bible says here in verse number 15, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shines as lights. We need to draw the line. We need to stand for the truth. The truth never changes. The truth back in our grandfather is still the truth today because we're holding the same book. You know, in the Philippines, they start to put three bathrooms. And it's sad. One for the girls, for the men. And you know, it's sad. It seems that we are living in a world that wrong is right and right is wrong. It's sad. But I thank God there are churches like Murrayville Baptist Church. You have a good leader that stand for the truth. And we need to, to do that. Our objective is to serve God, to speak and share the gospel, to stand for God, to seek God first to prioritize God that's what we can read in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 amen for us to shine in this world we need to obey obedience and then number two to know our objective and last we can see if we were shining to this world the joy that God will give us I believe the success and a victorious, successful person in this world are the people that God saved, surrendered their life in, in the ministry, faithfully serving the Lord. Why? Because when we face God, it doesn't matter how many material things we collected. He will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In these verses, we can find that he said here, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. Amen. That I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. We are not here to please people, but we're here to please our Lord. The Bible says, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. You know, when you obey the Lord, people will abandon you, will not understand you, will say many things bad against you. But I thank God, when we face the Lord, He will say, well done, thou good and faithful servants. And that is the outcome. If we will shine as lights into this world, the Bible says, wherefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast and move of all. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. 
for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I praise the Lord for that. Amen. The outcome, the Bible says here, Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. He's saying here, if I will die preaching, if I will die uh, serving the Lord, I rejoice, he said. Because for Apostle Paul, he said, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And that's what he said here. For the same cause also, do ye joy and rejoice with me. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm rejoicing tonight because we serve a risen Savior. I'm rejoicing tonight because I have the book, the standard. Nowadays, there's a lot of people don't know where they, they stand. But I thank God we're holding the truth, the book. And one of these days, we will face God. And may the Lord say to us, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, shining as lights into this world. God bless you. Let's all stand tonight. What I'd like to do is I'd like to gather uh, Brother Solomon and see me down here at the altars and our church gather around them and pray for them at God's hand and protection.